0: Hello, and welcome to Unlocking Your Coaching and Leadership Potential. This podcast is for people who are passionate about helping themselves and others fulfill their potential and who want to know how NLP, coaching, and the neuroscience of your multiple brains can support you in living life to the fullest. If you want to know more about training in NLP, becoming an NLP or highest potential coach, then links to my socials and mailing list are in the show notes. Hello and welcome to this episode of Unlocking Your Coaching and Leadership Potential with me, your host, Sarah Fletcher. So I'm really excited about this episode because it's something that's super close to my heart. I'm going to be talking about NLP and teaching, and it seems like a really good time to talk about this because the summer is over and teachers are returning back to the classroom. So I was in education for almost 20 years. And actually, the reason why I learned NLP is because back in 2001, when I qualified as a teacher, I realized really quickly that my teaching qualification didn't quite give me enough to manage And navigate what I was facing in the classroom. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about what I learned in those first few days of NLP and how it really supported me in becoming the teacher that I wanted to be in the almost 20 years that I was in education. So, let's rewind the clock a little bit back then. So, in 2001, in fact, it's probably 2002 when I first went into the classroom, I was just working part time in uh, further education and I'd started doing some psychology A-level teaching and that was all good and the students were great and I loved teaching psychology because that was my degree and then I moved over to work in the health and social care department and I was given the level one students in fact some of them were entry level and level one and it was a very very different experience to teaching the A-level students. And I didn't quite feel that I had the skills to deal with some of the challenges that I was met with in the classroom, particularly around behavior and understanding how to get rapport and really get, you know, good communication with a different level of sort of learner. I kind of wanted to go into the classroom and teach what I loved and make a difference um, through teaching. I hadn't realized that teaching would involve so much more. So I was having a conversation with a colleague one day and I said, I'm really struggling in the classroom. My confidence wasn't great. I mean, I had other stuff going on as well, but I wasn't feeling very confident. I was really doubting whether I was going to be able to do the job I was going into the classroom, feeling really stressed, coming out of the classroom, feeling really stressed. I just didn't feel like I was doing a good job at all. I didn't feel like I was doing a good job for myself. And I also didn't feel like I was doing a good job for the learners in my classroom. So I was feeling, you know, even within that kind of those first 12 months, kind of pretty down on myself and wondering whether teaching was the career for me. So after kind of spilling my heart and, you know, talking to this colleague, he said, well, actually, I've been on a course this weekend that I think you're going to really like. So he knew that I was interested in psychology. and knew that I loved to learn about, you know, human behaviour and was really interested in knowing more about how we can fulfill our potential. And I wanted to be a teacher who fulfilled my own potential as well as helping my students to fulfill theirs. So I signed up for an NLP course, not really knowing what it was about. I kind of knew it was sort of practical psychology. So I'd done my degree in psychology and learned a lot of theory, a lot of what, but didn't really learn the how so he said you'll get the how and i was like i'll i'll have it i'll take it <laughs> right now i'll take anything so off i went to the nlp foundation diploma course and it absolutely transformed me, not just from a, from a teaching perspective, but my life and how I you know, operated as a teacher. And I absolutely, truly believe that without NLP, I wouldn't have been the teacher that I was. I probably wouldn't have lasted the 20 years that I lasted in education, and I certainly wouldn't have made the sort of difference in the lives of my sort of learners that I feel I made over those 20 years. So I wanted to kind of So kind of just a little bit more of a background as well about sort of what I did with my teaching career. So that was kind of the start of my teaching career with psychology A-level, then sort of entry level, level one, healthcare and childcare. Then sort of further on down the line, a few years later, I actually set up my own business with a friend and we were in a diversity running sort of self-esteem, confidence, emotional literacy, kind of emotional intelligence programs. We did that for a couple of years in a in diversity and then also in mainstream schools running a project. Then I went back, this is kind of in between having kids. Then I went back into FE running, being a program leader for the level one, healthcare, childcare. I also did level two, level three, and later on in my career, higher education as well. And I finished in further education as a mental health specialist, because I've also got training in psychotherapy as well. So I kind of just wanted to give you an overview of sort of my 18, 19 years, nearly 20 years probably in the education system. So, rewinding, going back to that first day of my NLP training. So, there I was, you know, ready to learn, really looking forward to finding out what I, what I would learn. And, and it's interesting because I think like a lot of people, I thought that I was going to learn things that were going to change others And I very quickly realized that actually I couldn't change other people, but what I could do was change myself. I could change my own thoughts, my own feelings, my own perceptions on things, my own beliefs, and therefore what that would give me is a different way of responding to things. And ultimately, that would then change what happened in my classroom. So, previous to sort of going on the NLP course, you know, I had been feeling quite stressed about some of my classes. I had probably some not very helpful beliefs about some of my learners. I did what lots of us do. I, you know, labelled people into categories and I was doing things that weren't helping me or my learners to thrive and succeed. And, you know, I'm a great believer that we do the best we can with what we've got. And then when we know better, we can. Do better. It's that kind of Maya Angelou quote of, you know, we do the best we can with what we have, and then we can do better when we know more. I'm a great believer in learning. I'm a great believer in feedback. And I'm a great believer in, you know, the fact that we are all evolving and growing. So NLP is perfect for me because that is basically the fundamentals of NLP. So I was more than happy to go to that NLP course with an open mind and. I was I was you know curious I wanted to understand myself better and I wanted to understand others but I really but I did go with thinking that I was going to learn how to change others what I hadn't really thought about as much was that the change actually had to come from me and you know that gandhi quote of be the change you wish to see i realized very quickly on that first day of the nlp diploma that if i was going to be the teacher i wanted to be if i was going to get the results in my classroom that i wanted if i was going to support my learners to be the most effective learners that they could be and to embrace learning and to feel good about themselves and to believe in themselves if i was going to help them to have good relationships with each other to get along um And to go out into the world and, you know, make a contribution in the health and social care field, which is what I was teaching in the childcare field, then actually I had to do things differently from within me. And this was one of those moments of those moments in life where you get that kind of real insight of, wow, okay, so I changed me. I do things differently in me, and then what happens on the outside changes as well. And that gifted me with that feeling of ownership, responsibility, empowerment. It was almost like the weight had been lifted from my shoulders and that I realized that I actually could take back control of what was happening by taking back control of myself. And I, you know, I immediately felt in on that first day of my NLP training that, you know, I could, I could see already that the that my teaching delivery, how I felt about things, how I perceived things was going to change immediately. And that felt really, really good and that's kind of what i wanted to share with you in this episode there's so much i could say and i and i will share lots more with you you know in further episodes but i really wanted to share with you particularly for those of you who are in teaching going back into the classroom and who might already be you know experiencing different emotions you might be you might have excitement you might be looking forward to you know i had many mixed emotions when i went back into the classroom after the summer i felt good i felt excited and i also felt nervous and uncertain and feeling i knew that we were going to get back on that kind of treadmill again and it was like right okay so when's christmas uh, i remember you know in teaching was always about those kind of half terms Um, you kind of did time on those um sort of half terms and so you know it was a very mixed emotion time and what nlp gave me it gave me the tools and the i suppose the approach and the mindset to realize that no matter what happened i could come back to Managing myself, controlling myself, making sure that I could feel the way I wanted to feel and I could think about things in the way that I wanted to think about them so that everybody, it's kind of that win win so that I was okay as a teacher and my students were okay in the classroom. And it really does start with ourselves our own approach our own beliefs our own values our own attitudes our own way of thinking about things because as well I think you know sometimes we can take things personally so when things happen in the classroom we might think oh they're just doing it to press my buttons or they're just doing it because they want to wind me up or they're just doing it to you know cause chaos in the classroom and we can fall into that sort of trap and way of thinking and put I suppose blame out there rather than actually go Going back inside and saying okay so how can I deal with this differently how can I respond to it differently and you know one of the things I discovered very quickly was that young know, people were really good at finding those weaknesses at finding those kind of weak points of you know triggering <laughs> and I remember actually students saying to me you know why don't you shout or it's like they were waiting for me to kind of shout because that was often the experience they'd had in mainstream school maybe they'd got shouted at by teachers maybe they'd got sent to you know exclusion or whatever because they've been being difficult maybe they got kicked out of class and so it was like they were waiting for me to respond with this aggressiveness this shouting voice and and I was like "Mm, do you want me to do that is that gonna help us you know and I was like because I don't think it's probably gonna help this situation right now and having that sort of mindset of curiosity and seeking to understand what was going on for a learner, a student, when they were maybe behaving in a difficult way, or maybe when they were being challenging, or maybe when they were struggling with something and slamming down their pen because they couldn't do it, or swearing because they were stressed about something, rather than we, rather than me entering into that stress response with them, it was much more useful for me to breathe and stay centered and grounded and to have an open mind and go, okay, so what must be true for this young perf- person for them to behaving in this way? What can I do? What do I need to think and feel right now so that I can respond in the best way possible for everybody? And you know, that takes practice to do that. But what NLP gave me was that mindset of, if you like, and that approach and that attitude and that way of being that that gave me that sense of empowerment so that I could take back control of myself and you know I could go into a classroom and I could even before the classroom had started if I'd had a difficult week with them if I'd had a different se- a difficult session with them the week before you know I could let that go I could kind of dissolve that and I could go into that classroom imagining everybody succeeding imagining the classroom being engaged imagining the laughter and the fun that we would be experiencing together imagining me being confident I could start to vision image and image that, picture that before I even went into the classroom. You know, your mind doesn't know what's real and what's not. So I could create that in my mind. So that then as I walked into the classroom, I was already feeling that energy. I was feeling good. I was believing that it was going to be a successful class for all of us. It was going to be a good experience for all of us and that everybody was going to, you know, be included. Everybody was going to learn and it was going to go the way that I wanted it to go. And when things did happen that maybe weren't going in the way I wanted to, because I was calm. And because I could, because I was managing myself, I could deal with those situations much easier and, you know, in a way that supported everybody's success. So for me, that was one of the absolute key takeaways in that kind of first day of my NLP NLP training was that I could be the change I wanted to see in the world. I could change my thoughts. I could change my feelings. I could change my responses to things, which meant that I was going to get a different response in the classroom. I was going to get a different response from my young people. And also, I was role modeling that for them. I was demonstrating to them that you can maintain, you know, your own control, that you could maintain your own thoughts and feelings, that you could respond to things even when they were difficult in a really positive way, which was really important for me as a teacher in my teaching practice to role model these good emotional resilience skills for the young people that I was teaching. So in this episode, I just really wanted to share that with you. There's so much more that I want to share with you, but really thinking about going back into the classroom, thinking about kind of the climate that you want to create in that classroom that comes from you. I think, you know, it's really important to remember as well that from a kind of neuroscience perspective, your heart intelligence your heart the magnetic field of your heart can regulate other people's nervous systems you can entrain other people so when you are in coherence when you are calm when you are feeling good when you are kind of if you like vibrating that loving compassionate and empathic energy then you are entraining others unconsciously to experience that as well. And this is when we talk about social coherence. This is where social coherence comes in, that you as a teacher have the power to bring your classroom into social coherence. And that is awesome. That is utterly incredible that by you being in coherence, by you being calm, by you managing your state successfully, your nervous system can entrain other people's nervous systems. And when we are in coherence, then we can learn better. We can take in more information. We feel better we are more able to approach things in a in a in a better way so we can problem solve better we you know all of our brains are online so your head heart and your gut brains are all online so you can think creatively you can come up with ideas and solutions if things are challenging you can um, deal with them better because you are calm and coherent if you're stressed and outraged or anxious, or scared or nervous then it's really hard to um you know to problem solve in an effective way and you as the teacher can create that environment in your classroom so that everybody succeeds so that you feel good you feel confident your stress levels are kept low and ultimately everybody else in the classroom as well, succeeds, even those students who might be, you know, finding it difficult and and struggling. So I just think that is awesome and amazing that as a teacher, you've got that power, you've got that responsibility, because it is a responsibility. And what an incredible, incredible job to do and to have knowing that you're going to be making such a difference in the hearts and the minds that you touch in your work. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I can't wait to share more with you. If you would like to learn more, then please do come over and join my NLP community on Facebook. Get in touch if you'd like to know more about my NLP training. And um, yeah, have a great day and I'll speak to you soon.